Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, hello everybody. We're hey back. you guys. Oh my god, John's back. Hello. What up, J-Dog? You made it back. Thanks for holding the fort last week, last week Bertie. Um, I do apologise, but uh, no you, you went with it. You did it. Missing the secret ingredient, but still oh, a great secret, job on your own. We were, we were missing the talent last week. Like you were Pepsi without the secret ingredient. You would have been Coca-Cola. Um, first off the bat, welcome back to the John Bernard Waffle Hour on Waffle Wences. This is episode number four. Yep. Uh, you missed number three, as you said. Well, yeah. Can, uh, we're, can, I was there in spirit. I had a good listen. Was it like a secret service kind of thing? Are we allowed to ask? Are you allowed to tell us? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's anything secret about it. Yeah, just went over for a meeting with work, with my job. That was it. Met a supplier. Made some deals. Oh, deals. Yeah. Yeah, made um, some deals. And, uh, yeah, I was only in London for like five hours. One hour meeting, then spent a couple of hours in the city. And in the five hours you're there, uh, mm. in, in relation to COVID? Absolute. Uh, there's no pandemic in London zero COVID in London yeah. and uh, obviously we me and my two guys I was with we obviously wore masks constantly and we were like sanitising and everything but we couldn't did what? you feel like the other one out doing that though if no one yeah. else did yeah well like I was on the underground and I'd say there was probably a carriage of probably 80 people jam packed and there were probably four people in the whole um Four people in the whole sub, like the, I was going to say subway, but the whole underground wearing a mask. But like, Grant, people wear masks. The thing I noticed was no hand sanitizers anywhere. Like we went from so like you're going to shops. There's not like the standard. No, none in the pubs. Pump action yoke. Like I, we only came hand. Like we travelled from say, um, Aylesbury down in, in, on the train into London. Uh, got off at Marybone and then into the city. No hand sanitizers in, in in the underground. Then on the train. Then we got on to we went into a pub for a pint. Um, no hand sanitizers in the pub. Nobody wear masks. So it's like it, it doesn't exist over there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist over there. But did did you did you feel at all that um, anywhere there was any like bit of COVID left? Like they're just plowing on. There was a few, obviously. Yeah, there are people wear masks. Because you know the way, it's still, still in the shops here, you go in and there's like arrows. Yeah, no, and no nobody. But the funny thing is like, everywhere you go, there's, you must wear a mask. Or ma- yeah, un- un- just, not wearing a mask will result in penalty. There's know? just nobody enforcing them. Nobody's enforcing it. Like even the police are walking around with no masks on. Like, so it's just, just the way of life over there now. It's just they're dealing with okay. it. Should I have sanitized you when you came in the door? No. 
I think at this stage, <laughs> up to a week ago, if I haven't got it by now, I think I'm good. Yeah. Um, county finals over the last couple of weeks. Oh yes. Uh, I think that's what's put all the COVID numbers. The same, the same last year. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody going out celebrating after us. <laughs> no doubt. And Kildaki had a big win the other day, so they're probably parking us off. Um, what's it? Oh, Village Inn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We might go for a pint there later on tonight, but I might go tomorrow night. See the father-in-law and the mother-in-law are over from Lithuania. Oh, and you still got out of the house? Huh? You still were able to get out of the house? Even, oh, it's even easier to get out of the house now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. just slip out because there's like, yeah. there's enough people in the house. It's not like, there's enough. I can, well, like, I'm missing John. Where, yeah. where's, where's John going? The wife has a hand, extra hand, with, pair of hands with the kids and, you know, I can get out now. Sorry, wifey. Um, but yeah, plus they don't um, speak very good English and stuff like that. So it's not like I can sit at the kitchen table and have a chat with them. And... But um, the father-in-law was at your wedding though. He was kind of a drunk Englishman. English speaking, sorry. It got better as he got drunk. As, as he had a drink, yeah. He gets more confidence, like. Yeah, yeah. And the same with the mammy. The mammy has abs- near perfect English and she has a few drinks in her. She's oh, probably listening to this it's... right now and I probably said to her, here, if you don't understand it, have a drink, you'll understand it then. <laughs> Just a confidence thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, give her a gin and tonic. Um, now, episode number four. So what we're going to do today is talk about our dads. Yes. Um, well, dads. well, well, dads in general. Mm. More specifically, what I was thinking of what would you not know be if it wasn't for your dad? So, like, say you're, you're obviously a dad to two kids. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you think that now, with the way, like, they can Google things, are they going to be like, Google taught me that? Like, is there anything specifically that your dad can do that Google can't? <laughs> oh, yeah, good one. But, yeah, obviously they're not at the age they can Google things yet. But Isabel, she's like six now, and the things she learns off YouTube... Like, as in, when I was her age, I didn't know what was outside the front yard. And all I knew was, like, a hedge, uh, the driveway, and, and how to play football. But now yeah. she watches YouTube videos of, like, people traveling around the world. She knows the geography from YouTube. She knows, you'd be like saying, you know where Africa is? She's like, of course I do know where Africa is. And she gave me a few facts about Africa. She's only six. She wasn't one. Is Dora Explorer still a thing? No, she hasn't watched it right now. There was a bit of a thing that weren't people picking up the accent. That people in like the middle of Offaly oh kids goodness. were getting like British accents from Dory Explorer. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. You know, listen to it. Yeah, because Isabel has like American slang. She's watching American YouTube, like Ryan and all these guys. So she have it's totally rad. You know? Is that the dude that like plays with toys and you just yeah. watch him play with toys? Makes a fortune. He's got like fortune millions of subscribers. Yeah, yeah. But um, they built up like a huge house and everything. Just out of YouTube money. Out of YouTube money, massive big house. Is that uh, pod- is do you get is podcast money the same? Otherwise, are we wasting our time? Um, it better be. <laughs> it better be. Fourth fourth episode, no sponsor yet. So no, yeah. If anybody yeah. wants to sponsor, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fairness, though, episode one is there's still people coming on to listen. No way. This, this week, even the episode one. So that's good. Yeah, we're, still, we're still get the odd message. Yeah, we're we're still catching people on episode yeah, one. Yeah, well, that's it. It's up there for life now. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. going well. But um, thinking about your dad, right? Mm. Um, changing changing a plug simple thing you can YouTube that now yeah. but I'm extremely confident I know that because dad told, told yeah, me how to that is, well no my father wouldn't have taught me how to wire a plug now but my father was a mechanic so I would have been doing mechanic stuff out the back you know and um, taught me a few mechanic stuff like how, how to hold a light I was just going to say how to hold a torch and burn his hand <laughs> he taught me that really well if, if I learned myself, but 
Uh, if your dad it. doesn't make you hold the torch when he's doing yeah. things, he's, he's not really your yeah. dad, is he? Well, I can't wait till uh, Isabel's that age to be holding so many torches. <laughs> so many I don't even need her to hold them. <laughs> um, but it, it's a thing like, you know, you can find, obviously, you can find out things now. But, I mean, as I said, we'll do mam, the mams in a while. But, mm. um, like, he, that obviously taught me how to drive. All right, okay, very good. Um, in the Renault 19. In the field or I, I, the road? I, I feel like I've mentioned Renault 19 in every episode. Renault 19. Sure. Uh, I should get t-shirts. On Part of our life. Yeah. Because um, that uh, that's, where, that's where I learned to drive. And where did you learn? Like down the field? or? Like... No, he brought me out about like four Sundays in a row. Renault right. 19. And away you go. Out the... Out the, out the yeah, across, road, across country road. roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good God. Across the bog oh, road. We learned in the field. Well, I had a Dahatsu Charade for the field. We had a Dahatsu Charade. Yeah, probably the one that it we was uh, Caroline's first car. Or red something. one. It was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, uh, what, uh, navy one, but uh, also taught me how to drive tractor. Okay. Well, that's important. The first tractor I drove was a Ford Four Thousand with the gears in the middle, right. which was quite hard for someone who was small at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and reversing, oh God, yeah. reversing a, a trailer. Mm. Was that your dad's tractor? Uh, yeah, dad always had a tractor. Yeah, uh, the whole time like we still have one now, even though technically, was, technically we don't need was, it. But he was making there. sure he he. He was making sure to teach you how to drive a tractor because he wanted to stop yeah. driving it. Uh, Dad used to have a bit of a short temper with uh, the brother. Oh, yeah? Uh, not really with me for some reason. Um, because uh, obviously the length of time you know me now, I'm, I am I think I'm very hard to argue with. Because I, I don't really... I don't think we've ever had an argument. No, I don't really get riled up or no. you know things like that. I don't really respond well to Yeah. Like full-on fights. Like, that's, like, why you know, get, like, that's why we get along so well. Yeah. Where uh, I remember like Dad like throwing things <laughs> when the brother wasn't doing what he meant to be doing <laughs> and arguing maybe, but I, I maybe think, you're not that age yet well I, I, th- I think they're they're more alike so I think that's they bounced yeah. off each other more yeah, yeah. so you're on your mammy's side really are you? yeah yeah probably a bit more relaxed yeah. but then um, dad was older when I was around him as well obviously yeah but uh, yeah driving and uh, I think dad went to be a mechanic but then he got a job in the entire mines mm. to pay for building a house like yeah, so that, that's a big sacrifice. Dad worked, sacrifice. Dad worked in tire mines for twenty five years. Probably something maybe that he didn't want to do. I never tough, asked him. Tough but, life, yeah. Yeah, he got out around two thousand of that. But um, and probably like all the first jobs I ever had, picking strawberries, because Dad had strawberries. So basically, yeah, uh, yeah, your dad has taught you a lot. As in everything that you've had and you've learned in life has been a stem. From your dad, like well, I, I think that's where the side hustle thing comes from. Yeah. Obviously, he wouldn't call it side hustle, yeah. but like dad had a milk round, so right. he used to do the milk round here. Mm, mm. Um, and then he had cows at one stage, yeah, and then he done the strawberries for like eight years, sold strawberries, brought yeah. them up to America and stuff. So he's a story for everything, probably. Yeah, and then uh, he left Tara Mines, and we bought diggers and tractors. Mm. And then when I was old enough to drive all them, that was nearly my first proper job. Yeah, I remember you doing that. Yeah, doing that. And then he got me my job in Kilsarn too for the summer. But <laughs> because he taught me how to drive everything, I could drive things in Kilsarn. <laughs> right. So it's, yeah, and that's, what, that's what he was raising you to be then. Yeah. So you, so you could get into your, yeah. get a run and start at life. It taught me how to, I suppose, save money as well because he used to give me £2 every Friday. Right. Remember Value Land? Yes, now. Yeah, beside Quinsworth, yeah. God, yeah. So I remember he used to give me £2 every Friday and I used to go and spend it. And then when I was a little bit older, maybe, I don't know, 10, mm. he was saying, maybe, like, if you kept the £2 this week, and I give you £2 next week, then you'll have £4. You didn't say it quite in that way, mm. but mm. to save the money if you want something, like, bigger or bigger. whatever. So he got me into saving so money. So he taught you well. finances as well. Yeah. Uh, Dad's funny, right? So, like, Dad left school. He never, I don't think he'd done his leaving cert. 
I don't think so. All right. But uh, you ask him anything about tax, calculate your tax, tax credits, and what you're able to get from your work or whatever. Knows all that stuff. And dad's retired now, so like he wouldn't have known. Like, obviously, things have moved on, but mm. some things obviously say the same, like your tax and how to calculate and all that. And he'll he'll still tell me whether I'm getting screwed and working on it. Yeah. The same way with the cars, like, mm. that Renault 19 was so easy to do things, but like, we changed the oil, we done brakes on them mm. and all. That would have been out the front before we had the, the big garage. That's right? learned as well. So that's in the front garage, yeah, yeah, mm. doing things like that. But I suppose Keith's a mechanic. He got that from dad because dad kind of wanted to be a mechanic at one stage, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. You know? But uh, yeah, things like that. It's just amazing, like that you can still learn things off him. Yeah. Even now with the sheep, like. You, you and would he have, he'd have experience think, of the sheep from the cows, is it? I think because um, Dad grew up on a farm, mm. so like the farm was here where we are now. Right. Uh, the home place, the cottage was just there beside us. So this was like Granddad's field. So those always had animals and sheep and cows and stuff oh, that so there's always something happening yeah you just kind of kind of natural element maybe. yeah and even though I've, uh, I've looked stuff up and you look stuff up on YouTube to do with the sheep right mm. and you think oh yeah that's grand you just go out you know you bend the neck back their bum will fall on the ground there you go but like it's different when you don't know how to do that yeah and of course I go out I try to do it the way I've seen it on YouTube and that just grabs them bang on the no, back and I'm just thinking I watched like how many videos of, of farmers doing that. I still can't do it. Like, and I said, and but that's what dads are meant to be, aren't they? And I'm sure dads kind of love being that person too. Like, yeah. You know, so. Well, do you think, as I said, with Google and like mm. the internet now? Now, as you said, your kids, but there are like people with older kids, probably in teenagers now, <coughs> that uh, do they go to dad to ask things now because there's another place to ask. I'd say there's kids now going to dad that, and the dad would know exactly how to do it. But because the kids have seen it on YouTube, they nearly contradict the dad. Yeah. So it's, a, it's kind of a different dynamic. It's, not, it's not like I listen dynamic. to your dad. I, it's yeah. a, I'll correct you, dad. It's like, dad, I've seen this guy doing it on YouTube and you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're doing it wrong all the time. So I can imagine there will be a different dynamic because, yeah, the youth of today are looking at, if you want to learn how to do something, you just Google it now. You used yeah. to have to get up off the sofa and go, dad, how do you do this? And, yeah. But now they just Google it. Did you have a book of encyclopedias? Yes, we did. Uh, but we were always missing a few letters. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't them uh, we had like a, a cream pair once and a navy pair no ours was someone, red some, someone came came around selling them one time yeah no ours are red uh, yeah, I remember some guy coming around yearly and yeah. we buy like two letters a year or something, yeah. <laughs> so, Did you, yeah and you never got we oh, never got a, full a, a to Z like Pokemon <laughs> I think we got like Z Y yeah so ask me anything about Z <laughs> all about Zebra isn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sapphires. And then there's excellent, like, like, you know how to spell xylophone? No, but you could tell me the history of the xylophone. Could you? I technically could, but let's let's leave that one for another episode. Okay, <laughs> xylophone episode. Um, but yeah, that's yes. Look, dads are great. They always will be, no matter what. Even though the world is changing, there's always going to be a dad that will have that extra trick to, yeah. set to tell the kids. So, well, I. I, I... I think you were the same as me. Like you're, you're quite lucky that you got on with your mum and dad as well. Oh, great! Yeah. Where I obviously like, there are people who probably don't get on with the parents or don't get on with one of them. Yeah, well, it's probably yeah, yeah, it's probably they don't a, all have the same kind of nice story. It's probably conflict of interest kind of thing. Like the different the ways I got on with my parents most of the time because I was quite independent and they just let me do my thing. Yeah, like, that that'd be the same as me. Yeah. When you, I turned, you, you're the youngest like me as well. I'm the youngest, so yeah. I'm not saying now I was the forgotten one, but I'd say they had enough of the other three. 
<laughs> and they're just like, just let John do what he wants. He's yeah. learned from the other three. They didn't do great. Yeah, because like yeah. I, I remember when like say you start like going out in the night, like even walking Neil when we we're fifteen, sixteen, going yeah. to different people's houses and stuff. Yeah, like they never like checked up. Yeah. Once I got home, mobiles, uh, when, yeah, when I said I was going to be home, yeah. that was grand. But I remember some of my other mates like getting in trouble for, you know, yeah. if if we were a little bit later out or yeah. whatever, like you I know. There's no doubt I got in trouble, but it would have been the mother, you know, because she was so yeah. worried. Yeah. Father wouldn't, because the father would have been, like he would have been in the in the garage from say eight in the morning, and he'd be there till one o'clock in the morning. So I'd come mm-hmm. home, and he'd still be out in the garage. Street. I could be home because your the garage was at your house, like the when you lived out, the, out in New Haggard, like. So the father would have a day job in the bank, and then he'd come home and say, "Oh, he wasn't a full time mechanic." No. Oh, no, he'd be gone at eight. I thought he was. No, he was. Um, uh, worked in Bank of Ireland for like twenty years, doing oh. the door. He he would have been standing at the front door of the Bank of Ireland all the time, or he would have went down to um get the money and all that kind of stuff in the post office and cash change. Oh, I never I never knew. Yeah, he, he was a key holder and stuff like that. But, he, um, he didn't wear a, a a top hat like. No, I think no. No, no. Brian Thomas. Okay. Um, no, no, just for <laughs> bank. He was kind of like um. He loved it now, yeah, he had the keys. He'd be like what a porter is in a... Porter, I suppose, yeah. yeah in a hotel. The bank manager needed something done. Now. And so that's the job that you would have remembered him when you were growing up as doing Not that. even. I no. wouldn't, because I would have known nothing about it. All I knew that he went to work in the bank. I knew nothing about it. His main... Yeah. All I knew about him was... Because he did all that when I was in school. Yeah. So I'd just come home from school, and he'd, then he'd come home and go straight into the garage, because he'd have a few cars to do that night. He'd be in the garage till like one o'clock. And did he ever do like his time, or he was just handy at the cars? No, yeah, he, he did his time. Yeah, he served his time in um, the cock uh, Ford. Dermot Kelly. Ke- Dermot Kelly's. Oh yeah, served his time there from a young lad all the way up. And then he went to that boy. You know the, you know the garage that was across the road from that boy petrol station. Oh, there's someone in there and now. He, worked, yeah. he became workshop manager in there, and then he left there and became workshop manager in Trim Motor Factors. Oh, so he was in Trim Motor Factory when it was down on uh, opposite heads. Yeah. Uh, what's what's that street? That's not Haggard Street. Yeah, it was when he it was across from Leanhans. Remember car beside Leanhans? Yeah. And then across the road there, there was um, Trim Motor Factory used to be in there. Yeah. Where the church is now. Yeah, living Hope at Church thing. Oh, oh, it was in there. That used to be in there. Long before, like, I just have faint memories of it. Because I remember it being beside where the Dole office is. Where's the donut? Down opposite heads. And there's apartments there now. That's where I remember the motor factory. Well, literally up to the left of that, yeah. So it was there first and then it moved down? Mm. Oh, Jesus. I'm trying to remember now. I think or, those or, buildings weren't even there. Or am, next I, to the am I getting confused by something else? It was to the right-hand side of the Haggard. Oh. Mm. Okay. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. 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 We'll, have to, we'll have to research that. Yeah. I know FBD was in there on stage. FBD were there Before as well. Yeah. And now you say Baptist Church or something, is it? Hope, Living Hope Church or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, so he was in there doing all that stuff because, so, we, I kind of just went out, gave my hand, and held the light as I said, and he <laughs> taught me how to do all the mechanicy stuff. Now I didn't I, like I wasn't great listener, so I didn't really get into mechanics. Yeah. I kind of did my own thing. Like when I was sixteen, as soon as I could, when I when you turn sixteen, you can get a motorbike license. That's when you bought a scooter. And I bought a scooter, and then I was free. I could, I drove, I drove the scooter to school, drove the scooter to friends, drove around, and then after that, got a motorbike. I was kind of, it, I, it was independent from 16, so I kind 
drifted away from even learning anything from the father. Yeah. To just hanging around with lads. That's true. I think I might have been the same. Because mm. it's like, you know, you think, oh, your lad's at home. He's always going to be there or whatever. Yeah. But do you think then, as you got older, because I know I have, that you spend more time with your lad. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm probably learning more stuff from my dad in the past it, 10 years at, this, at my age now than okay. I would have when I was between 1 and 16. Because I suppose at, at the... At that age, like you said, you're yeah. doing your own thing. And, but uh, he's a lot more mellow as well. He would like back then when he when we were when he was raising us, he would have had this like father figure approach, like domineering, it's, it's, it's a stern or whatever. Yeah, like, stern, uh, like behave yourself. Didn't want, want to get in trouble or anything. Like yeah, but now he's a, more of a grandfather kind of. Look, how's your life, son? You know, what are you getting? Yeah. How are you getting on? Do you need some money? You no, know, you're all right. Yeah. You know, more on that end. So, yeah, it's it's it. There is a dynamic there where. If, you, if we're talking about the younger years, I'd probably say, yeah, I probably didn't listen to me father enough, but I wish I did. But yeah. now that I'm this age, I probably learned more But do you um, that. think that, like, can you remember any time that, like, you got, like, in big trouble? Because for me, mm-hmm. I'm sure I did, but they seem to have faded away. And you only remember, like, good points, if you get me. Big right. troubles. Like, there's, yeah. there's times you would have got in trouble for things. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I did, but I can't really remember. Oh, plenty of stuff like yeah, breaking a few tools or dropping an engine or whatever like, <laughs> little things like that, or crashing the motorbike and telling lies. Or, yeah, the amount of times I crashed my bike and had to ring him like to say, "Can you come pick me up?" And after crashing the bike, and he'd go mental because he constantly say that that bike's going lethal. Yeah, and I'd be like, it's he, not he, he didn't like motorbikes, you know? No, he hated them. Yeah, no, he didn't hate them. He just thought I was irresponsible, too oh. irresponsible for it, and he was probably right. Yeah, because I scuttled myself a few times. But I was too so stubborn. I kept on going. Because I think uh, I I don't know how you feel. Because obviously it's, it's you that has two kids, though. But like, do you overthink the things that you're telling them? That you think that that's going to have an effect on their lives, or like I said, like when you're older, there's very little you can remember of when you're like five, six. Yeah, seven, I can't like. remember much now. When I was Isabel's age, can't remember much. I can remember. Um, the younger life, as in my brothers and sisters, or like the games that we used to play. But no, no, we I was kind of independent back then as well. Like, it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we've gone off topic. Whether we should keep this for another topic, but like about your first memories of can you? We'll 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 keep it specific. I suppose. Can you remember like the first thing, first memory you had? Like, in, instead, I'm going to go. Uh, we we'll talk about maybe first memories in school and that before uh, or in a different one, but. The the, yeah. the first the first instance or the first thing with your dad like, what's the earliest one you can remember like? The earliest one probably like, doing the Skirlocks Town Olympiads. You know, like going into the town. Remember when the we used to have the sheep and the markets in that? Oh yeah, it was street. it was on Market Street. Yeah, Market Street, and then swung that's, up Castle Street. I feel that's why it was called Market Street. Yes, but they they used to put the sheep and the cattle and bales yeah, and hay. Yeah. I remember being carried around that. Yeah, that's probably the first memory of my father. Yeah. yeah. That was like uh, the way it used to be, but then they started doing it as the fair. But yeah. That used to be it every Friday or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for yeah. The Actually, interesting. No, I don't even think it was Friday every Friday. It was the Skirlocks Town Olympia, where it was once a year. Yeah, yeah, but that that, that was in like that was done as the same as what the market used to be. Used to because yeah. the market used to be a market street. Yeah, true. So it was like a throwback true. to that. But that's what reminded me of this story. I don't know how true the story is, mm. but um, the mart, the livestock mart, used to be behind Parton's. Down in the town. I didn't know that. Yeah, before I moved out to uh, opposite Martin Heights. What's behind Parton's now? They, they still have a shed there. Wow. Yeah, obviously it's been converted or whatever. Yeah. But the mart well, used to be there. And there used to be, uh, you know, Lynch's 
had the pub mm. and Lynch's had the shop. Mm. But they also had like a gift shop in the middle. Right. Um, I won't say what was in the gift shop at the moment because that's more important at the end of the story. So apparently uh, a bull got out from uh, loading in. Now maybe I'm changing the story from what my dad actually told me. Yeah. And it came out of the mart. Right. And it went across the street and into this specific shop. No way. Now it's important to know for the story that there was a bull. It was a bull, okay. And this particular gift shop sold nice cups. Like China cups? Yes. So oh. what would you might call it? You might call it a China shop. That is. So literally hilarious. a bull went into the China shop. And I can't remember who that said it was. I think it was whoever ran it or whatever at the time or something. Mm. Walked out like yeah. and seen the bull or the bullock or whatever maybe. Yeah. And the bull actually just backed out of the shop. Just backed out, happily out, just not, backed not a out. bit of damage. Like I said, I don't know, have I changed that story? Is that factually accurate? Well, but it's accurately over the years, let's say 40 years, I'd say yeah, one yeah. little word was changed. God knows what kind of story it was. Yeah, so that's that's a, that, that's the story, one of the stories that I told me. I kind of like hearing the stories often, mm. even the ones that I'm not involved in. Yeah, look, I think dads <laughs> of that generation all have a story, don't they? Because... Yeah. Because it's 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 nice as well that to know that he like the bit about the cottage beside us and like mm. I have, there's there's one picture I think I have of the cottage there and like it was literally right in the road it was yeah. thatched cottage yeah. because I think you think that when you think a thatched cottage is like you you think further ago or further in history mm. than your than your dad yeah because obviously like your kids know that you didn't grow up in thatched cottage now you might guilt them yeah. and say that you walked to school in your bare feet when yeah. you're guilt tripping them maybe yeah but, but they kind of know that that's not true because you're not that old but the fa- yeah, your father no doubt said he had to walk to- yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine, mine as well he said he had to walk from Cocloon to Minute yeah but the fact snow and rain the fact that they probably actually did but, yeah, they probably uh, did the thing is like you don't think people like that's in your life now you think thatched cottages is, is further yeah, than that yeah way. Yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, what did that say? What is your go dad on do? fire or something? Uh, what is your dad? 74, I think. Oh, God. 74, yeah. So I, I think it went on fire and then they moved down to where Ned is now. The right. detachment on fire. I think that's what he said. And then he said some lad had a bulldozer in Rapid Line. Yeah. And Grandad hired him to come down just to level. And all the stones are gone. Oh, yeah, there's, there's nothing there now. Oh, well, even like, before you come to the house, you, you see the big tree. Yeah. Like Grandad planted that tree. No way. When, like it was small. Yeah, that was in the garden of mm. the cottage, apparently. Oh, keep an eye out for that. Next you time know? Now. Um, um, yeah. So it's, it's stories like that are, are are interesting. They all had like yeah, like my my I don't know. We're getting into the story of fathers now. I wonder, like as in their history, but yeah, my father's region was Kerry. Yeah, you were. You're a bit of posh. You're a bit posh. I would say posh now. I'd say there's did a bit you, of history in the family, all right? Yeah, did you not say that they came from, like, not like not like much Muckers house, but, like, a big estate house? There was, remember when we travelled down when we were younger, yeah, we, there was a, we kind of like an estate, um, but it was like, a, not like an estate, it was like a big house with a long drive and loads of fields around. Yeah. But, um, oh, which at one time would have been I, a... F- I don't know where that family went, because it didn't go to, it didn't go to us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I suppose... I think the, the, see, the problem on. there was, I think, the father's, my granddad, father's father died when my father was five years old and that was that family over then yeah and um basically he, he her, my granddad was had a horse and cart and there was a really bad blizzard back then and basically he had to go out and bring in the cattle or put put them away or something like that no yeah. what he had to do but on the way back the horse died and he had to and he had to make it on his way back on his own he got pneumonia 
I, w- I was full sure you were going to say that uh, he carried the horse. Carried the horse. <laughs> picked up the horse and <laughs> on, on his back, sorry. And he got pneumonia anyway and, and passed away. That's the kind of long story short. So the, fa- the, mo- the grandmother remarried to a meadman. And that's why they, they moved up there. So the guy who died, was yeah. he a crane? He would have been a crane. Okay, so the name continued even though... The... So there, he had three kids and the three kids moved up to me. And, and kept the crane name. The mother remarried. And had another na- sec- another second last name. So that means there's three in the family called Green. And then my father has a brother and a sister with the last name of Dowd. Oh. So, yeah, so in the family, there's three of them called Green, brothers and sisters, and two of them called Dowds. It's very oh. interesting. So, because they didn't obviously change their last name to get yeah, the last name. because they were old enough to keep it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they were like six or seven. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, that's the story behind that one. Like, so He has loads of stories of Crack. Well, um, we were always here. Yeah, born yeah. born in the task, was he? Yeah, and uh, that house, like even back all the census, 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 census. Yeah, you can do so. Like, uh, so as far back as you gone, so granddad obviously mm. he he was born there as well, mm. and I think maybe one after, one before that. Mm. Now I don't know where they came from before that, anyway, but mm. they've been here a while. That's that's why we can look down on everybody that lives in Portsmouth. Because they're everyone's blowing. <laughs> right, I, I would put that apart as a from big us, sign. Yeah, apart from us and a couple of other people. The OGs. <laughs> yeah. You know that I I know people always say that the love for the come from and stuff like that, but I think when when you can go that far back, it it yeah, feels stronger I too, think, doesn't it? I think though, when you think of Boar's Mill, you have to think of the McLaughlin stuff. You, McLaughlin's are pure Boar's Mill heads. Well, the census oh. proves it. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like the whole lot is. McLaughlin's. Yeah. Yeah, he's a proper boar's man. Yeah. So, there's something to be proud of. But, um, there's another story actually Dad told me about Grant. Now, I, I, I vaguely remember Grandad. I know that's a different different uh, mm. story with Grandad's and stuff. Grandad's are dads as well. Yeah, so uh, he died in like 87. Both of them. Because. Both my Grandad's, yeah. So, I I don't really remember them. Mm. Uh, obviously, there was, was only one like. But, um, there was a, there, he was going up the road. I can't remember if Dad said it or the uncle was driving or Dad was driving a tractor. And obviously the tractor was left in no cabs or whatever. Yeah. And uh, good health and safety, Grandad was standing on the links in the back. Days, yeah. Right. And uh, he said, as I said, I can't remember who was driving, to lift the links. Mm. And uh, whoever was driving lifted the links and Grandad cut the top off his finger. And never said anything. So he basically like, and I think it was from nearly up uh, in the hill of down I think Dad said and all the way back to the farm I had to go back with a cut finger yeah and basically he got off tractor and said oh I've cut my finger yeah. that's a hard man that is a hard man you know but it's it's a thing right so do you think that you have dad hands uh, yes I would yeah I would now at this stage yeah yeah so like I, 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 I'm I, looking at my hand as we speak <laughs> one of the things about dad right is that uh, uh, I kind of never do anything right <laughs> or as good as it's meant to be. Is this what he tells you all the time? <laughs> yeah. So I remember uh, Sarah had a rattly exhaust. She had the micro at the time mm. and she had a rattly exhaust but it was just a bracket that needed tightening. Right? Yeah. So I brought it into the garage next door and put it over the pit anyway so I went down and was there tightening it and Dad came oh what is that or whatever oh it's just a bracket it's loose or whatever and now I know this is a few years ago but I was still working out and I was still young enough to have a bit of strength in me like and he goes, oh, did you tighten enough? I goes, yeah, yeah, I tighten all the way around. Yeah. 
and dad literally got the spanner and went like a full half that turn more so, and like yeah. I had gone as far yeah. as I could with that yeah. and he just got the spanner and just and with the ease and that's what I said about like dad hands yeah. so like my hand I feel is an indoor hand yeah because I, I obviously don't work outdoors yeah 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 sure he, he's probably hands been cut like 20 yeah. times and he probably just toughened up yeah. so the thing like fingers are now I don't know whether all dads of that generation are the same. That's what I said. Maybe your dad's the same. Yeah, he's big, thick skin. Yeah, hands, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and big, big, chunky fingers. Like yeah, big, so big chunky fingers. So yeah. I look at my fingers; they're quite, I don't know, narrow. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have chunky fingers. Compared compared my father now would have, yeah, big chunky fingers. Yeah, it must so, be a work thing. Yeah, it? it's all about grip and stuff. And yeah, because you're doing manual work and stuff like that. Yeah, where like um, that's what to say. Like in in generations to come, everybody's going to have like really strong and bigger thumbs. Because you think about all the stuff we do with our thumb now. Yeah. It's evolution. Big, giant yeah, that's what it's say. It's going to happen. Because you're playing Xbox, yeah. PlayStation, oh, no, yeah, you're, yeah. you're texting, you're scrolling. True. So you're using your thumbs a lot more than, than we did. It's true, but the dad's with the big hands, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Go home now and look at your dad's hands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just just to, see. to see. But I suppose it depends what age your dad is. Because if he's the same age as you... Uh, he's 78. Yeah, but, age, he's, but he's had big hands since I remember. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But if uh, people have dads that are your age, then the hands are probably like not as not as dad like. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you, you've gone soft working inside. <laughs> I do have pretty hands, I must say. But yeah, it might, this all this all these hands do now is technically pens and writing and typing. So yeah. it's not like the dirty hands that my father would have did and yeah. grabbing things and getting whacked with a hammer and stuff like that. I'd imagine even probably a builder now, a bricklayer would probably have big hands. I don't know. Don't yeah, probably be tougher. Although maybe people look after their hands more now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And skins and stuff. So, so what was the last thing, most recent thing, your dad taught you? Most recent thing? How yeah. did he dose the sheep? How did he dose the sheep? Because <laughs> yeah. he would have dosed the cattle when he had them. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And uh, actually, I don't know when you drive in, right? When mm. you pass my garage. Mm. Uh, well, not my garage. But the garage of the house. And there's a timber around the window. Right. That window got broke. Before I was born. And you know who broke it? You. No. <laughs> oh yeah, before I was born, yeah. Because uh, uh, when Dad had the cows, a calf jumped through it. calf jumped through it. And, and it's still not fixed. <laughs> the window. Because it's, it's in the garage, like, they need to fix the window for it, like. And if he probably doesn't want to fix it now, because it's tradition to have it broken. Yeah, that's maybe so. Maybe you should but fix it for a surprise. Now, I know your, uh, you, the house that you lived in, you haggard. Yeah. Your mum and dad built that, no? Yeah, they built what, that for five grand. That? Yeah, remember that time that was the granddad um, the granddad gave them the land and then he built the house your your granddad owned that granddad lived next door in that pink house that's it where C- CJ well, where CJ bought that place oh, so, oh, that yeah. was granddad and the uncle lived in that house this guy with the beard he yeah oh yeah that was yeah. your granddad that, no that was the uncle oh that was the uncle the granddad was older oh okay so that was the uncle and then Granddad was in that house. He's a taller old man. Yeah. But funny story is that that wasn't always his land. He had land. You know where John Smith's welder is? Yeah. He owned all that land that was there. Yeah. And basically, uh, Gabriel McGill's, you know McGill's? Yeah. They had land beside there. So what they did was they said to me, Granddad, look, I could be wrong now. The mother would be listening. <laughs> That's not how it happened. But what they did was they said, look, Jack was his name. We've been a land out there. I need the land that's beside our land. We'll swap. So they swap. No, they just clean swap, like. It's just clean swap. And what, what, like, quantities? Like, I think it was about three acres. 
but is it like was the quantities the same? Did yeah, it, I, nobody gained anything or anything like that? Um, no, the, the ground I probably got a good win out of it because the land that he swapped was this massive big hill going up the Gallus Hill. Yeah. You know that? You know when you go up yeah. Gallus Hill on the right hand side? Yeah. All that. And then um, it was stopped there and then O'Connell's on the rest. But basically it was big hilly land with trees and all that kind of stuff. So the ground then got this big flat field where he built a house on and then had this massive big... And then he sold, sold uh, three plots of land off it to... You know Sean? Remember Sean that used to live beside Sean McNulty? Like us, no, yeah, old man, but um, yeah, so and then gave the land to the daughter, obviously, for the father to build the house on. And it was, because I was always surprised because he said he built it for five grand, but like 50 years later, he's still fucking paying off the mortgage. I'm like, how does that work? <laughs> it's like, just the way it works. What are you paying that for? Yeah, I, I don't know how much the house here. I remember dad saying that uh, they um, but the father they, built they, it all. Like, yeah, the dad and the uncles. Mm. Uncles built the house here. Yeah. That's why the walls in the hall are crooked. If you stand in, in our house in the hall mm. and look, like, get your eye line and look down, yeah. you like, see, like, it's like bending the wall. Yeah, I think every house <laughs> Everybody built their own house back then. Well, what? A vernier calipers or something like that. Yeah, I think at the, the time, strips I think at the time the most of them were working in the buildings and they just came back and built the houses the father, in the evening. Like. The, only re- the father got his. He, the father did um, construction engineering in college. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, before he went into mechanicing, so he came out and then built the house with all the knowledge he learned. But um, you knew a lot now about the building. He wouldn't know much about the building these days now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was back then he knew how to do the plumbing, the electrics. The, yeah, yeah. He knew everything. Like he wasn't one of these fathers now that wouldn't do it. Like he put in his own showers and yeah, everything in the house he did. Well, I think that's that's one of the things about the dads too that uh, you always try and. Like they do it themselves instead of paying for someone to do it. Yeah. Where yeah. now it's kind of oh the the shower's not working. Ring the electrician. But, but to be honest, I get that from my because I'll try and fix everything now. I yeah. do a terrible job of it, but I will try and do it myself. <laughs> and the wife hates it, <laughs> but I will do it myself in my own time. Yeah. In a year. But you just say about Agneta there, right? So like, you come from uh, where your dad would try things, same as me. Yeah. And. Yeah, as I said, the majority of the time it's it's good. He knows what he's at, like. Mm. But what would her dad have been like? Yeah, her dad is the, the same. same. Yeah, well, he'd be a hard worker, right? So that's that's a Lithuanian dad. Yeah. So dads just just to give it more. See, dad, dads are the same no matter where you go. I'm not going to insult him here now, but he'd be more of a feed the family dad, as in he'd go out and work. Of that, go out and work, go yeah. abroad and work, or go fishing to get the food. Yeah. And then her mother would be the more the builder. Oh yeah, her mother after, uh, looked after the home and built extensions yeah. and did the electrics and the plumbing. Yeah. Her mother's some woman. So, anyway, that's another story. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah. her mother's some woman now. But the dad now, he's some man as well. He's like yeah. seven foot tall. But he goes out and earns the money for the family. Yeah. And to make sure so it's just it. a slightly different dynamic in a different country. Right? Basically, because that's what you yeah. have to do. The man goes out and works or goes abroad and works and makes yeah. the money and then sends it back home or comes back home with the money and invests it in the house. And, yeah. So it's a different but dynamic. This thing, like, I mean... There's things that I know I know and sometimes it's hard to trace back and like when you meet someone that doesn't know it and you're like why don't you know it? Yeah. And then when you kind of think about it then it's, your, it's probably your dad that taught you. Yeah. Because your dad probably taught you the this, this scenario of it like as in because yeah. your dad always took on jobs himself and yeah. never would have rang anybody and my, same with my dad. We do the jobs ourselves. Yeah. It's just in our blood. It was like oh, I need a bench in the shed. Yeah. And you, wouldn't make- go, you wouldn't go buy a bench 
you, you go to the hardware, you'll, make, you'll buy the makings of the bench and you make your own bench. Yeah. And like that, that'd be uh, well able to like, um, but he put down the pavement in the back. Yes, that's the importance of that. And he can lay blocks, like obviously not as a professional, but like yeah. it's good enough for good enough what, to keep what going. Around, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, did he, he make this the shed we're in now? Did he make that? Well, a lad that came to do it, like he helped him, alright. Yeah, obviously he wouldn't be able to lift that big girder up. <laughs> no, no, feet. we have to get the he's old. He's good, te- but he's not that good. The te- teleporter in. Yeah, but ah, uh, look at as I suppose time goes on, you do need a. Uh, because everything becomes more specific and health and safety and things like that. Yeah. You know. But, um, Even the electrics are different sure now these days. Like, yeah. Like then it was well, when, fuses. when I was in college, it actually changed. When I done civil engineer first, it changed. Because when I was in first year, it was all about BS, British standard of mm-hmm. building. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the European standard of building. They changed it. So things changed then. And that was back in 2006 or whatever. So probably changed against what, then. What did your dad think of your um, life choices in terms of? Going to college, or when he said, when he, when he talked, did he say to you, you should be a civil engineer? Or well, I, you... I, I'd say because of them, probably both mom and dad, I didn't quit. Like, yeah, I, I, even though I didn't really like it as a career, I still finished it out. Yeah, so I think things like that, like, and now I probably don't work as hard as dad's ever worked, but I yeah. always feel like that I, I, anything I do, and like he always said, unless you're dead, like, you get up for work, like. So I like no matter how now obviously it's different now because if you're even half sick you can't go to work. But yeah. uh, I've been in Minute since two thousand eight and I've called and sick twice. Mm. And that's it, like that's it. You have days you don't want to go in, but like when I started working with dad first on the diggers, like it was get up, you know, call you, you get up, you go to work. Mm. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. So that's that's slightly ingrained in me from, mm. from him as well. As la- as well with taking on all side things. Yeah. But uh like even when I had the bouncy castle like dad came out with me. And he learned about the bouncy castle and yeah. stuff like that, and always willing to help me, even with the sheep. Like, yeah. But I like doing, I like doing things with my dad. And does your dad, would your dad now think that you have it handy compared to his life? Ah, oh, I must do sure. Have to. Ah, yeah. Man, same with my own father. Sure. He he probably thinks I swanned through life <laughs> compared to what he did. Yeah, like I mean, uh, like I wouldn't have went to college. Obviously, mom and dad paid first year. I think. I, did I pay for second year? Because I remember getting the job with Kilsarn. Now, I didn't really like Kilsarn. Mm. But the only thing about Kilsarn is I knew I was only there for the summer. Mm. So you, you, you mucked in. Mm. I'm talking about health and safety. There was quite questionable things I was asked to do now. And, uh, I said questionable things. That sounded like it was sex or <laughs> sexual or something. <laughs> I said questionable things. I mean, like, he- like health and safety questionable things. Like. Yeah. Oh, there was, uh, I'll tell you a story real quick, right? So um, I better not name where we were working. But... Uh, we were putting in um, this ready mix uh, unit um, or plant when I was there, and they had to put these big uh, concrete um, pipes down. And so they chained it onto like a 20 ton excavator, mm. got me to go in the bucket, lowered me down in this big massive hole to unchain mm. the concrete pipe. Like, right. no no harness, no nothing like it. Kicked off like now. Uh, yeah, imagine that, like, you know. Just <laughs> funny things like that. And I walked into Kilsarn the first year, drove a forklift. Walked into the in the second year, watched the same health and safety video, mm. and started driving a dumper. And you didn't need any ticket. Oh, you drove a tractor, did you? Uh, yeah. Okay, so the only thing is, when you're reversing this, it'll go the way you want it to. Mm. And that's the only information I got. Because when you're doing the, because it's a... Uh, the dumper is a... It's art, articulate. Yeah. Like. Mm. So where the tractor trailer, it's like the opposite. Like, yeah. Yeah. But um, saying about reversing, actually, probably when you're reversing trailers, obviously dad taught me that as well. But the best bit of advice is like, uh, small movements 
So when you're reversing it, mm. whatever movement you do on, on the wheel, the steering wheel, mm. is multiplied 10 on the trailer. That's a good lesson from the dad now. Yeah. So little so. little movements on the... Because people go to reverse trailer and they start locking it. Big, mm. massive mm. wheel movements. Because if you were reversing the car, that's what would you do. Mm. But because you have the trailer, it's just multiplied for the trailer. So you always just little movements in the wheel mm. and reverse. So I suppose that's one of the tips he gave me. That's are great. Yeah. There. And we're both lucky just to have them around. Yeah, that's true. Plenty of people there. there Some people don't. With none. For, for, for different reasons. Yeah. But you've all got through life anyway, hopefully. Yeah. Usually, maybe, you know, that you'd have an extra special mom then. Not saying that our moms are special. Order, behind but. every good man is a better woman. Yeah, that's that what they say. Yeah. Or who, I think only women say that. Oh, they just, yeah. just made themselves feel better. That's where I got that from. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, obviously, if, if you're, you're missing your dad or whatever, like, uh, but, um, yeah, you know, see there's a guy teaching things. Is it in England or in America? Um No, it's actually on YouTube. There's there's this guy that does YouTube channels. Uh and he does things for people he does videos for people that didn't have a dad. I see that. See him. Yeah. Well, is he on TikTok as well? I don't know if he's on TikTok. I've just seen him on YouTube where he shows you how to Yeah, like uh, check the oil, sh- change tires, light bulbs, change the plug. Yeah. And he talks to you as if he's your dad. Yeah. It's probably, it's pretty cool actually. Yeah, he is a bit, he's actually a big following. Yeah, I see. Yeah, let's uh, check him out again. Actually, only thought of him there now. Change and change the tires, another thing. Uh, yeah, change. Like, uh, that's just an expert changing wheels. That's all I did. <laughs> changing wheels, checking the level of headlights. Did he ever? Did, uh, it was funny actually because one of the YouTube channels I follow, uh, the, the, um, the fellow up in Cavan, and uh, he, I think he sent his daughter for uh, mm. for fresh bubbles for the spare level. Seen that? Or yeah. <laughs> I never no. He never did any yes stuff. You know, all I did now was I was an expert at uh, even even pressing the brake so he could check the brake lights. Oh yeah, or I did that for like or, 10 or years. when you change the brakes, don't you have to pump the brakes, get, pump the, the, brakes. get the power back in the whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, holding the light, checking, pressing, pumping the brakes so he could check the brake lights, indicators on and off. I was a qualified mechanic after that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's things like that. Well, uh, the tube in the bike as well. It's funny because I got my bike like last year mm. uh, on the cycle work scheme and uh, of course I got a puncture and dad knew how to change the tube. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. And, and it's different tips to do it and then you just got handy mm. to do it. Mm. I was unlucky once I got a cycle up the canal puncture in both the front and the back. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Oh. So um, I, managed to, I managed to fix-ish the front one mm. and pumped it back up and started cycling back. On the way back, then the, the front one done. Are you cycling in the canal or on the footpath? <laughs> on the footpath. Yeah. But, you've got to check this footpath out. It was like I got back to, uh, what's that pub? Fury's. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, I said, what's that? I said, oh, that's not another puncture. And lo and behold, then within seconds, the front wheel was gone down. So I'm now in my cycling shoes mm. and from Fury's back to the car park in Longwood at the walk. In the cycling shoes. All the old lads at the bar with the pints of Guinness looking at oh, actually, What's that lad? <laughs> Say now lad, right? The first time I went out in my cycling shoes, t- totally gone off t- topic, but that's why we call it the, the waffle hour. Um, and I was going up because I said, because uh, the cycling shoes slipping, I said, I better go on to canal in case I fall. Because mm. you don't want to fall on the main road. Yeah, yeah. And there I am cycling away. I said, oh, this is grand, going well. So the first obstacle come is up to Fury's. Right. And uh, you have to click out or whatever, right? But I kind of straightened up a bit and I was like, oh, there's no car coming. But there's a, like a double dip bridge so I didn't see the car. I know. So when I came up, suddenly the car is there and I pulled the brakes on the bike 
forgot I never clipped it. Oh no. Oh, down like sex buds. Oh, and here's this owl lad that I passed ages ago coming on his bike and he tipped me down. And, it. and oh well in fairness he asked was I already first just uh, the embarrassment. There you were like were you kind of like one of these bike, uh, the spray paint bikes on the <laughs> oh, ground that's like, it, yeah. the shape of the ground. It's, it's one of those things in the bike right you know you're going but you just have to you just have to you know go with it mm. because uh, I've fallen I'd, twice. I'd have fear of my life with them clipped in. Like, you're clipped into a bike like, yeah. you know, it just makes you faster is it? It, in fairness, uh, when I went back to runners, because when we went to do the um, Westport Ackle Greenway, I put on my normal pedals because I think you're going to be getting on and off the bike the whole time and there's yeah. going to be lots of stops, so better in runners like. But it's the hills. It's easier because you have better push power. Mm, true. Uh, yeah, on the, on the hills. That's, that, that, yeah. that, that's kind of the only time I kind of notice the difference with the shoes. Yeah. But, I'd, have an, I'd have anxiety if I was tied into a bike. Well, I was going... Um, sit the far side of Longwood so you know when you go through Longwood and you go under the canal and mm. the next T-junction mm. so if you're heading towards the Clannard it's the turn to the right I was coming down that road yeah. coming towards the junction and I went to clip out because you, you know there's a hazard or whatever so you have to be ready yeah. so I clicked out mm. but I couldn't click out my oh, foot no. my, my shoe was there twisting in the pedal oh, I'm like what so what happened was a screw had come loose and fallen out of the cleats so the cleat is to the shoe Mm. So the front screw is still in the cleat connected to the shoe. So it's making the shoe twist, mm. but the cleat not clip out the pedal. So I'm coming towards this junction. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to be able to stop. Mm. I said, what am I going to do? And so I took an executive decision to ditch it. <laughs> As you dived into this with the bike? Pretty much. So Could you get one feet foot out? Well, you see, the thing is, right, so I'm, I'm right footed. So my right foot is my strong foot. So that's what you push off first. So it's just a split second. So you always click out my left foot. And even though my brain wanted to unclick my right foot, mm. I couldn't like, because I've never done it that way. I just couldn't yeah, compute yeah. Yeah. clicking out my right second, foot. Like you didn't have time to think. Yeah, so then I was thinking, right, so I see that there's a verge and not a ditch. Mm. So what I done was I just came up onto a bit of the verge and jammed the brakes, bike stopped, and it was like slow motion. And he was like, tipping down, <laughs> bang. So this is, is this the same occasion, or this happened to you twice? This is a different one now. This is like months after. Like, right. I'm now, like, thinking that I'm pretty decent using yeah, the, the yeah, things. Yeah. And just the, the screw fell just had, So you recommend, to people that are home now, you recommend that they sit at home and practice coming in out of click. A Well, they recommend that you, like, you put your hand on the wall. And and, and and clicking in and out because you have to find the right tolerance on the clip. You were dirty to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it it is worth getting them. But uh, Sarah fell off at her gate and got quite a bad cut in her knee. It's fun. It's actually well, it's not, not funny. selling this idea now, right? but it's it actually looks like an ACL scar, like it's right in the middle of her knee. And and people say, oh, you got an operation or the ACL operation? Yeah. That's not even. She has to tell that embarrassing story then. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. I think maybe she just said, "Oh yeah, that's good operation." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the truth. Yeah, but that was at her gate, and she hasn't worn her shoes since. But uh, I, I got back up in my shoes um, eventually. Um, but it's, 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 it's just to be careful. Hmm. But um, yeah, slight little tangent there. Uh, I don't know. Should I say more about cycling, or should I? Uh, no, we might. I think we that. could probably do a whole podcast on it. Yeah, maybe we will because I have a few tips that I've learned. Yeah. Because I think most of the topics to do is to from a rookie point of view hmm. so obviously there's other rookies out there or newbies or beginners yeah. so that's why it was nice to do the gin that time as well yeah, yeah I wonder now did anybody take up the gin after I had a chat with you but yeah. anyway <coughs> you go to the gin place in London 
London. Uh, tried to, which is such a short amount of time. Yeah, and plus, I was kind of like, kind of a parent about going into pubs, to be honest. Yeah, we yeah. went into one pub, it was nice and empty, so we got a corner on the table, but we knew if we went into a busy pub, like, we have a job to do. We're here to just come over first, quick chat, and then out of here. But uh, like once we got onto into the airport, and then we met all the Irish people on the Ryanair flight back to Dublin. It was all like masks. And so Ireland is obviously Ireland's doing a great job. I just don't know why your cases are so high. Well, that's controversial. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think just that people maybe are not vaccinated. Some of them, and they're acting. I, I would have said that too. But we're, that, we're, we're high enough now. Or is it the fact rate. that people have got vaccinated and think it's a vaccination that stops COVID, which isn't true? Which isn't true. That's the problem, I think. People think they're invincible and I'm vaccinated. Sure. Yeah, come on, Bridie. Come on in. I'm vaccinated. It's okay. And then Bridie, and then Sheila goes in and has a cup of tea with Bridie. Use the same cup. <laughs> you know? I, I tell you, the same cup was drank out of over the weekend that's in, in some of the county champions. That's it. That's it. So, that's, yeah, sure, they'll be all out of work now. Oh, yeah. Their mothers will be ashamed of themselves. Well, like, is it like that? I, I don't know. I don't want to get political or vaccination political. Or you could get a few letters. We get yeah. a few letters in. Uh, I, I want to keep it like light, you know. Good but, topics. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, let's, let's stay neutral. Because I'm sure we all have opinions. Yeah. But, um, get vaccinated, everybody. <laughs> yeah. If there's any vaccination companies that would like to sponsor yeah. the podcast. <laughs> Pfizer, if you're out there. Yeah, this podcast, uh, yeah. The, the, the Pfizer hour. <laughs> yes. Perfect. What do you think of the new mics? You missed it last week. You missed the yeah, new mics. Yeah, I, I was so excited about coming to this. So we are talking to you through new mics. Um, yeah, hopefully it comes all over, cool. right? So uh, we, can, we can fix it up. We next. check the sound after, but um, they're really cool, really, really handy because we did, yeah, we we did have one mic between us, didn't we? Yeah, and it sure felt like we were off down the corridor yeah. talking. Yeah. So like we we were very intertwined, there. the two of us, like you know, yeah. we we're very close to each other. Did anybody text you about any of the episodes after who? Not mentioned? after the first one. It was kind of like after the first one. It was kind of like people, oh, listen to that. It's pretty cool. Do you know anyone in Belgium? No. Uh, yeah, I do actually. Oh, they no would have been probably the gin people. I have oh, a lot of gin fans. Two two listeners in Belgium. Yeah, they probably um I have two gin friends in Belgium. So they probably just have to listen. And because uh, they have their own podcast as well. Is it about gin? Yeah, about gin. Yeah, so uh, give them a plug. Uh, so what is it? Um one is one guy is called Gintastic. Oh yeah. Um or and then another guy is uh Jin Jin D E. So Jin 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 he's gonna kill me now, but have a check check him out on Instagram. Uh Jin Jin Jin. Jin, Jin, Jin. On Instagram, B-E. Uh, and he also has this Jin podcast. He'll kill me now for not remembering the name of it. Put you on the spot, sorry. Apologies, Johnny. But he will kill me. But anyway, he has this Jin podcast and he interviews Jin distillers. But see, Jin is huge in Belgium. Like, Belgium did you did you go and put in Gin-tastic into Instagram as like, oh, already used? Or did you get your Jin? Gin-tusiast. Yeah. Um, did you go like Gin-tastic as well? No, no, I went, no. I'm Gintusiast. Yeah, I know, but like, when you were coming no. up with your name, did you put in loads of names? No, no. And they're like, or, or was Gin Enthusiast Gin like enthusiast straight off the bat? Was straight off the bat. Oh. Actually, my first name on, as as in my Gin journey, I was Irish Gin Blogger. Irish okay. And so what I needed then was, because it was getting more and more popular, I said, yeah. I need to get more, like, Universal with my name, yeah. like Irish Gym Blogger is just better marketing. It's just Irish Gym Blogger, just in case you had any merch. 
Uh, so yeah, I became the Gentusiast. Oh. And then I think there's one more Gentusiast in the UK. After that set up after oh, me. Oh, exactly. We, we got him. What's his name? Where's the loop? <laughs> yeah. And they call themselves Gentusiast UK. Just to kind of differentiate themselves. But oh, okay. Not the matter. Not the matter. Yeah. You know? So do you think you were the original gin? I am the original oh. Gentusiast. And, uh, one. Does, your, does your dad drink gin? No, dad doesn't drink. No, I just made that. Pioneer. Yeah, same like that. Uh, must be the generation. I don't know. Uh, like, that's not specifically why I'm a pioneer, though. He makes me, I don't know, my dad... But then um, there's no drink in the house. But then you obviously said there was drink because you robbed it. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 we had a lot of um, visitors over, so we, there was always drink in the cabinet. Oh, the visitor bar. Yeah, So and and the good room. Oh, yeah. The good, the good room, room was full of rubbish throughout the year between February, January and November, and then <laughs> we emptied it. Visitors. We put the, the good furniture in there at Christmas times. Uh, cigars, no? Is he a scare man? No, he smoked a lot though, like 40 packs a day. Oh yeah. My dad used to smoke and I think uh, Keith asked him when he was like four or five mm. not to be smoking. And just gave up, bang, threw them out. Fair play. Threw them out. Yeah. Never smoked again. That's mad, isn't it? I remember my father get, I remember, my father smoked so much, right? And I used to watch him smoking. And I remember, do you remember those chocolate cigarettes you buy in Doyle's? <laughs> yeah. Like they had the paper around them and everything. Yeah. And I remember one day um, I went out. My father used to have always have the fag in his mouth, right? Yeah. And he could down. He had this roller thing that rolled under the car. Yeah. So he'd be under the car all the time. Every time I go out to the garage, just two two feet under a car <laughs> and smoke. And then he'd roll, yeah, and smoke. And he'd roll out with the fag in his mouth, and he'd go give out shite car rust. And then one day I got this chocolate cigarette in Doyle's. In Doyle's, and I put the chocolate cigarette in my mouth. And I rolled under the car, and I said, oh, and rolled out, and rolled back, and the father seen me, and he gave out shite, and he said, "Turn everything out of your mouth." I don't want to ever let me. He'd get obviously he didn't want me smoking. Yeah, but uh, and yeah. did it work? You never smoked. Never smoked. Never smoked. Two. The funny thing is, the two brothers, me, Seth, and the brother, never smoked. Two sisters are the chimneys. Oh really? Yeah. And the mother doesn't smoke. Oh. So what? What? What did your dad smoke? Carols. Rotmans. Rotmans. Yeah, the strongest ones. Yeah. I know there was what was the green packet that was Carol's, yeah, Carol's. No, Carol's was like wine or something. John Player was green, was it? The original Carol's was this longer rectangular box. Carol's reminds me of uh Offley. Offley people. I think the uncle smoked Carol's as well, actually. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't Carol's that was the longer green there was a green box and it was a bit longer, it was like more of a rectangular. Yeah. And then it was about Benson Benson. Then there's Silcut and Benson, Marlboro. Do many people smoke anymore? Yeah, lots of people. Lots of people. Yeah, I know my work now, three or four of them do, yeah. Right, um, we're coming close to the hour now. So we, you know, it always yeah. goes yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah. Never made you tea again. We will get tea makers. We'll get a kettle. I'll bring a kettle. I have a kettle. You have a kettle? I have a gym kettle. Oh, gym kettles are the best. Gym kettles, yeah. Half full of sweat. Um, when you mentioned dials there, um, we might... Um, Go back to a history one in a couple of episodes times. Hundred percent. Think like um, all the old places that are closed. Yeah. People like talking about that. Yeah. Um. So that's coming up to maybe not next week. Next week will be episode five. Yeah. So every fifth episode maybe we want to get people in to talk as well. Yeah, we might like it, the it's, lights of that Doyle thing. Maybe we we'll get like someone if someone wants to um, join us. I don't know whether they can do it like remotely or something. We can talk about Doyle. Uh, I'm sure we could do it over Zoom, can we? Yeah. Um, yeah we set up a Zoom thing. Oh, maybe because of COVID, it'll be too tight in here. Yeah, I think it'd be too tight in here. That's okay. I think we, we can get well, it'd be too echoey in the gym. I think we'll get them on Zoom. On Zoom, yeah. I'm sure there's some way of fucking... Although, Zoom if anybody wants to send us clips or bits of information about... Yeah. We'll, we'll do that then next week. 
episode, episode five. So yeah. if you want to email in, um, was it the uh, WhatsApp us on a recording? Can we? Can you download a WhatsApp? Recording? Oh yeah, yeah, we can play it over. WhatsApp us on a recording of your favorite memory from like a, t- a shop that shut down. In trim. Yeah, anything that's not in uh, in trim anymore. Yeah, we'll go trim or anywhere. I suppose. I suppose trim, we, the trim people used to go to Navan every Sunday. Yeah. Anything that's closed now that used remember, to be open. Remember the big Londis that was where Super Bowl was now. Ah, don't don't be spoiling next week's episode. We, we'll do that the next week. It'll be so. It'll, it'll be another history one. Episode one was episode five. Will yeah. be that. Yeah. Um. But if you want to email us, it's the jbwafflehour at gmail And of course, we're also on Instagram. If you want to go like that. Yeah. It hasn't really blown up yet. Haven't really put much up, but but we'll get there. We'll get it yeah. fixed. Yeah. Um. It's the JB Waffle Hour podcast on Instagram. And then anything to finish off, J Dog. No, looking forward to next week now. Um, You're back after your brief hiatus. Yes, don't worry. We'll be back to regular programming now. So you have been listening to the John Bernard Waffle Hour on Waffle Wences. And as I said, this is, has been episode four. So we'll chat to you next week. Sign Thanks. off, John. Thanks very much, guys. Take care. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.